Time in the Saddle, it's another podcast. Chris Phillips Jr., how's it? It's good, Ryan, yourself? Uh, it's good, been a good week. And of course, uh, joined by Jason Lint as well. How's it, Jason? How's it, Ryan? Good, good and to see you guys. As usual, Jason brings out all the superstars. He has been over the past couple of podcasts. And uh, this week is no exception. A man who, uh, who I must say, I discovered a, a, a while ago uh, on Instagram and um, and is a phenomenal storyteller through his artwork. And his artwork is, is mainly uh, around cycling and the sport of cycling. Ladies and gents, it's cycling and uh, social media star Sean Sakonofsky. Sean, uh, be- better known as Sean Sacco on uh, Insta. That's that's correct, and uh, thank you very much for your your kind words. Um, and uh, it's actually uh, it's uh, different different to be here, and it's good to be here. <laughs> I, um, I I want to know where it began for you, cycling. It was cycling something that you were, uh, and, and everyone's journey is different. School days, first bicycle was was that how your first experience with a bicycle? Well, um, if I go back um, many, many years, I, I actually was a ballet dancer. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and I took to the bike because I think there was a, a natural predisposition for, you know, t- just to be on my own. Um, and I think growing up unconventionally uh, at school um, and sort of having, having my own thoughts, uh, cycling, um, when I was at school many years ago, once again, was more seen as a hobby mm. than a sport. We had a we had a cycling club, mm. um, and uh, not to say that I was actually always at the club, but um, I certainly um, I certainly found that that solitude mm. um, from a from a young young age, and, and uh, I think it was around about sixteen or, or seventeen. And that was um, going back 30 years ago. Shoot, spring, yeah. ch- spring chicken amongst us here. Um, oh, thank you. Do you remember what, what bike it was? Um, well, after crashing several bikes. Um, <laughs> and that trend continued. <laughs> still, still, still to this day. Um, I think my first bike was a Peugeot Report. Report. Yeah. Um, I crashed that and then I got uh, the one up from that. I, cr- I can't remember the make. Um, and then I crashed that, um, and I ended up with a Lejeune Reynolds 501. Sure. With a, it was a salvaged, it had a dent in the head tube. I'll never forget it. And I love that bike. Yeah. I love that bike. Um, and then from there, I... Uh, and by that stage, I take it, that's when the, the bug had bitten, and you were like, uh, oh, cycling's I, for me. I, I spent every little bit of money that I had on that bicycle. Yeah, it, it lived in my room. My, my, I, I recall my room having these strong odors of, of petrol. In those days, we used to clean the chain with petrol. Yeah, yeah. And now technology's moved on, and uh, currently you're on. Um, I don't know if this one specific uh, model, like uh, you, you'd write, you, you're on the most amazing look um, um, uh, uh, bicycles. Yes. Um, Is there a model that specifically that you go? It's your go-to yeah, to, to bike. Look, uh, look, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, from a young age, uh, you know, I, I, um, I kind of uh, aspired to to be uh, Greg LeMond and uh, and Bernardino, and uh, back in. In 19, 1986, um, Le Mans won the tour on, on a look. Yeah. Um, and in fact, uh, the f- they were the first ever company to, to make bikes with carbon fiber tubes and the first uh, monocoque carbon fiber bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was back in 19, 1986. Um, and look has been something that I've always uh, aspired to have and own. Uh, it, they, they, they do make the best bikes. Yeah. Um, it's you know you can you can argue this point 
they they've got their own factory um, and their factory and what they do and how they ma- manufacture it. What they have forgotten about manufacturing carbon fiber bikes will never be known. Sure. That, that's that's not uh, that is that yeah. is you fact. Can, you, fact. Mm. It's fact. Yeah. And so yeah. those bikes. I mean, if you off the top of your head, how many bicycles do you have? Oh, at the moment, I've only got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was expecting you to say, "Well, I've got, I've got three. Uh, you know, they, they, so, so uh, Sean actually could be on a podcast for minimalism. <laughs> I, and, and that's actually, that's actually, Jason, that's very true because recently I've literally cleaned out my my apartment. Um, I actually do. Have, sorry, I I, I I I actually have two bikes, and there is actually a third coming. Um, the the second bike is a, a steel bike that is made by um, Nakagawa. It's a company uh, based out of Japan, yeah. and they've been manufacturing. They do hand-built uh, bikes, um, and they, I think they've been around for about 30 years as well. Sure. Um, and there is, um, you know, I, it's, my, it's my birthday next month, and uh, so I decided to… To, to you from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there is a, 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 new, a new look coming, um, and that's the, the 785 um, Huez RS, uh, and that's a, it's a 730-gram frame. <laughs> Um, so um, you know, I rode. I rode. I recently rode what this. Uh, does that mean, Sean? It that means that I'm, I'm getting old, and I want the, all the advantages that I can get. Um, but I mean, for most people that are listening, what mm. what is an average frame? Uh, well, an average frame is around about a nine hundred uh, a kilogram. I'd say a, okay. a kilogram. Yeah. So this is this is a, this is a, in a size medium is seven hundred and thirty grams. Yeah. Who else? I mean, you do you stock anything close to that? Uh, look, I've got a lot of uh, other fats around <laughs> to not worry about the difference yeah, me either. of 300 grams. I've so. just eaten that for breakfast. <laughs> we leave that for Mr. Lean over here. <laughs> I mean, I, I was telling somebody last night, actually, Sean's once told me that five almonds is a meal. Uh, Choking uh, me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, what's it? There's six, six calories in five almonds. Yeah, if you want to really be a winner, uh, yeah, that'd be a meal. I'm, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, maybe some background as well. Is that, uh, I mean, I've known Sean for many years yeah. back when he used to come into the shop and buy brands of socks that, uh, that now are his competition in, 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 the, in the sock world um, that he's sort of uh, taught a lesson to, let's say, maybe. Sure. But um, over those years, he's... he's uh, Obsessive? Is that a... Uh, that's obsessive-compulsive disorder. Yeah. That is me to so, a T. So, you yeah. know, I've had the, the luxury of going through his fads of food, of socks, of... Uh, I, I missed the ballet period, luckily. Um, <laughs> it's it's so still actually it, there, only. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I just watch the... <laughs> and listening to... Because obviously, there's something we don't know to talk about, Jason, because I think between you, me, and Chris, we don't often look at, at, at the, the kind of dietary intake of, of being, um, you know, of... of of cyclists these days and it's something in the future podcast we will definitely most definitely have a look at because it does form a big part of cycling taking in the right stuff but um, Sean obviously that's a big part of your, your world as well as eating correctly absolutely um, and uh, I, I um, I'm absolutely an advocate of uh, the ketogenic diet um, in mm. fact uh, I I would say that I'd, I was keto uh, for uh, six years sure. um, and I've recently gone full carnivore which is uh, meat only, um, and um, I buy uh, obviously only grass-fed meat. Um, the fattiest, the uh, the better, and uh, and I actually eat the the meat raw. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I put a little bit of salt in there. Mm. Um, and uh, and I eat it raw. Yeah, um, and big 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 difference. Obviously, it's a different diet. Uh, yeah. What are there's pluses and minuses to everything that you eat? Is this, well, you, it's limit- this- uh, you know they base it. They they say that the diet is really good because you're eliminating all of the um, potential foods which people suffer from allergens. Mm. Um, meat uh, has um, uh, pretty much, I would say, a, f- a, f- a full comprehensive nutrient uh, um, list. Minus uh, probably um, there is there is a, a, a little bit of vitamin C in there, but um, the um, I don't want to get into too much into the science. But it's a complete. Of it. It's a complete package. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. I, I would say I don't get sick. Yeah. Um, probably going to live till you're 150 or. I hope so because yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to make money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Can you imagine the bike? <laughs> the bike in 150 <laughs> years time from now that look will have out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then of course, um, just your your muscle definition. Mm. Um, you just get a far drier uh, muscle and leanness. Okay. Um, and also, you don't get those. Now you know um, what you've been doing wrong, right? Well, no, my, 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 what I've been doing wrong is I've been eating three bottles of red wine with that beautiful piece of meat. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's start, starch and sugar is a killer. Yeah, and also on the bike, you don't get that that bonk, that hyperglycemia that you. Um, I mean, I remember, I remember when I was about seventeen, I used to live off fruit and sugar. And back in those days, we used to have the the good old fashioned. PVM energy bar. <laughs> yeah. And I used to eat those things like you cannot believe. And I will never forget riding out in Budazicht back in those days when it was still cool to do that and you, you wouldn't get run down by big trucks. Yeah. And I got such bad hyperglycemia that I pulled out the long grass and I remember sucking the, the root and just to kind of hopefully you know, just regulate, get something back so I could get home. There was no cell phones in those days. Yeah. And I, there was no, I didn't have any uh, food with me. Um, but, um, I mean, to, to give you an example of, of, of my diet, I, I recently completed this um, this event in, in France called the uh, uh, La Mamotte, uh, which is, um, it's, it's, it's a big day out on the bicycle. It's 5,000 meters of climbing. It's about 170, 180 case and i think my caloric burn was well over 5000 calories and i replaced the calories with um what is the equivalent of 750 um and i i, I assisted a, a fellow competitor who's got one leg he's from indonesia yeah, i saw the post yeah, on, on social and, and um so there was times when i was i was aiding him and uh there was no power drop and he was putting in the, the carbohydrates the cokes you know it's incredible to see yeah. how many people just rush for that sugar sure and um it was interesting for me i don't i honestly don't ride with other people yeah uh, it's it's uh, occasionally you'll see me riding with one person here or a person there for me to actually w- witness the demand for sugar mm was incredible let's talk about uh, what's next on the calendar for you are you are you involved in in, in any what's the next big thing are you out cycling anything specific that's on the radar for the near future anything else that you uh, um, you're involved with um, well uh, we we're currently working hard um, well I should rather say my partners um, in the business in, in Saco 7 um, I call her my Pillar of strength and her nickname is Wonder Woman Terry. Hi Terry. Yeah, <laughs> she's uh, she's working hard in the in the, in the background. Uh, we uh, obviously going to be releasing our new range um, for 2019, uh, and that's uh, she's flying down from Johannesburg. Uh, the operations all run 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 in, in Johannesburg, and uh, yeah, we we working yeah we working on some this 
not not just designs, but uh, we've made some advancements in the kit. Brilliant. Um, and um, I think the the brand has uh, has sort of transcended more more apparel and and socks. It's yeah. it's more of a it's more of an attitude. Sure. In South Africa, cycling is still very much seen as a sport. Yeah. But from the world in which Saco Seven exists, mm. the sport side of cycling is is an aspect of cycling, and cycling is now fast becoming more of a lifestyle. Hundred percent. So one of the questions that that I think people might be interested in is through your growth in social media. Obviously, you you're yeah. online a lot, but now you're interacting with a very different community of people. It's not just somebody. Mm-hmm in uh, Singapore sending you a message saying I like your socks it's it's other social media personalities and athletes who who are you interacting with in that world that you that's different to two years ago now well I'd say all the major brands mm. um, sure. uh, Shimano Mavic um, incredible shoes Mavic if you're yeah they, 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 I'm they, a size 10 uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, all the all the the leading brands. Um, uh, Wahoo, Wahoo is one of my, of course. Um, I'm sure you know it's one of my, my favorite brands. So I think with these personalities coming out in cycling, it's 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 kind of evident to show you that the aspiration is no longer the the, the professional athlete, and, and not to take away you know their rep- representation in the whole media, but all social media. But uh, with social media, you've got mm-hmm. the rise of these new personalities and 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 people who people actually aspire to because sure. not everyone's going to go and ride up to in under an hour. In fact, some people are just going to ride up to in and stop 10 times along the way up. And there's nothing wrong with that. In, in fact, it's it's more beautiful because you actually get to stop and look around and mm. see how how amazing this surrounding area that you're riding up. But but uh, you are like. still capable of riding up in an hour. We don't <laughs> ride up in an hour. Uh, um, I have to be honest with you, the last time I rode up Alpe d'Huez, I stopped probably about eight times. What an interesting chat. Uh, folks, we, this, this is what we do every single week. This podcast's out there, Time in the Saddle, with the most amazing guests. Uh, Sean, you're, you're just being able to chat with you uh, during this time, and uh, and hopefully it won't be that we'll have you back again uh, when we were able to tell the whole world uh, if they're not already seeing via social media that your new stuff's out for 2019. We'd love to have you back and chat about what we can expect from fantastic. the new range for 2019. Also about some of, uh, uh, exciting product development because obviously you work hand in hand. We we mentioned some of the brands you're involved with, and there's some things we can't say yet because there's some things in the pipeline that are only due out mm. in, in respectively in a couple of months or in a, maybe in the next year or so yeah. so when we're closer towards those launch dates as well we'd love to have you back and have your input on well, on some of the new stuff coming out I, I think I think it's also um, besides uh, you know just to touch on the, so the sports side of it uh, like Douglas Ryder brought uh, you know created this pro to cycling team um, you know I think with SACO 7 and, and the brands we, we, we working with um, mm. and doing collaborations with um, we are a South African uh, born brand and uh, yeah, we we are working with um, with the big names. It would be fantastic to when when it's out. I can come and you know. We'd love talk to about absolutely yeah. love to. Massive fan. Yeah. Uh, please uh, give Sean if you're not already uh, a fan like we are. Uh, please give him a follow on Insta and various social platforms. We'll put all the details onto this podcast as well. Uh, so just have a look around it. Uh, embedded in it will be all the links, direct links uh, to Sean's social media accounts. And trust me uh, when I say that uh, I'm, I I'm one of those. 
those people that spend my evenings and uh, wherever I get a gap having a look through and browsing through and I always find it absolutely amazing to look at the artwork you put out there and the stories in which all your pictures tell and um, um, if we had more time would have loved to have chatted about the cyclist in black I think it's just incredible another uh, totally different perspective on on life never mind life in the mm. saddle time in saddle life in general that I think 99% of people uh, and actually 100% of people have been through um, some of them without the honesty in which you've per, uh, uh, portrayed um, through the account and I think it's that honesty that um, that overcomes barriers which society might term um, not normal you're making it normal yep. by doing things that are really cool I am a person that suffers from depression it's something which uh, which I have to live with um, and um, it's a, it's a it's a constant battle and for me cycling is 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 besides taking a medication to alleviate my depression the cycling mm. is the, the best tool sure. to for, for that and uh, you know the cyclist in black basically uh, is a, a social media platform which a lot of people who think who don't know that they are suffering from it and mm. um, or too, too afraid to actually go and uh, um, make the necessary investigations on their behalf or they, they're too embarrassed about it it's it's there's nothing to be embarrassed yes. about yeah. um, it's uh, it's more of an awareness th- yeah. than any it's not a, it's not a solution it's no. it's, a, it's an awareness yeah. and I like it I like it it's yeah. almost like putting out a friendly hand and grabbing mm. somebody else's hand who who might think they're too alone yeah. to be able to reach out and grab a hand you're Offering them that, I see it in the posts in the in the uh, and read the posts. Yeah. People don't just look at the pictures. Read the posts. There's so much meaning in those posts uh, because it comes from a personal place. Correct. I think because if, um, the social media is very much a pictorial uh, uh, platform um, uh, or Instagram, and if somebody can read a message and it, if it can make a positive difference, then why yeah. not? Love it. Wow. Absolutely love yeah. it. Uh, Jason, you superstar for bringing another superstar in, yeah? Yeah. Um, so what's happening in your world this uh, the next uh, week? Sure, nothing. Uh, <laughs> yesterday I made the mistake of... Uh, Again, cut face from the last podcast. <laughs> yesterday I made the mistake of rushing to a ride, grabbing my e-bike, and I'd forgotten to charge it. So it was <laughs> a... So you didn't go? You can imagine the comments. No, I went, but I wasn't uh, in the front. All right. And nothing for the next week, you say? You're going to go out there? Well, this weekend there's rain in the Western Cable. Is it going to stop you from going out for a little bit of a cycle? No, I'll get out there, but it'll just be casual, incognito. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about, because we're gearing up for some big events locally um, next week. We're going to talk about some of those events. Uh, Jason will be back. Uh, Chris, quickly, uh, what's happening this weekend in terms of events? This weekend, we've got on Saturday the Michalis Citrus Gravel Express um, up in the northwest. Then we've got the Garmin Mountain Bike Classic in Gauteng. And then the Olympic Dirty Double. Jason, you got anything to do with that? No, nothing. Okay. So in the Western Cape. And then I would just own anything with the word Olympic in it. I did, yeah. That's mine. We, yeah. We're Jason. involved there. <laughs> I think somebody owns that already. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the, the big one, the Taltoria, but that's actually been it's postponed. It's been postponed due to the weather that's coming October, in uh, October the 7th. That's yeah. right. Uh, everyone that's got entries, you can now join us on the 7th of October out in Elgin. Uh, Going to be beautiful. I, I was planning to do mainly wine tasting and then hopping on my bike to do the with little kids and doing the 15K loop. No, yeah. uh, that's not going to happen for me this weekend. And then the last one is the, the Makwa Quest uh, stage race, which is actually a really nice one. Yeah. Um, and that's it for the weekend. Right. Cape Town weather, you're looking, uh, yeah, it's dismal this weekend. Uh, so, like I said, cyclists won't say there's uh, bad weather. Um, they'll get out there, the diehard few, and still cycle. But uh, if you are thinking of that, I would uh, avoid Saturday and Sunday. Most of your rain will come down Sunday. But Saturday, 15 rain. Sunday, 13 rain. Johannesburg, a beautiful weekend. No excuses in Johannesburg to get on your bike. Weekend highs of about 25 degrees. 
degrees on Saturday, uh, 22 on Sunday. Sunday is a chilly start, three degrees in Johannesburg. So rest warm and enjoy your time out on the road. A huge thanks again to Sean uh, for being on this podcast. We'll be back again soon. Uh, we'll put all those social media accounts there. Guys, thanks a stack and we'll catch you next week for another time in the Saddle Podcast.